to go. Have you... Well, what is this? Hi, Navy. This is the cart John told me to rent. I, I don't think this is what he was talking about, Arthur. All he said was to not get something flashy. Well, yeah, but it's a cattle cart. And cattle carts aren't flashy. Well, no, but do you know what goes on in cattle carts? The carting of cattle? Well, yes, and... Radio Show, presented by WPNR at Radio City in New York. After a terrible deed that rocked the very foundations of the space-time continuum, five brave individuals, John, Alex, Jessica, Navy, and Arthur, travel through space and time to retrieve the one item that can restore balance to it all, a small pocket watch from the clutches of the dastardly evildoer, Victor. Now trapped in the 1940s with communication systems down, the team tells their story as a sci-fi radio adventure in the hopes of being rescued and saving the world. This is the Time Traveler's Radio Show. Today's adventure, we are not amused. One should never be amused by uncomfortable bunions. Today's episode is sponsored by Little Giant's Bunion Cream. It'll heal what ails you. Now, on with the show. Our story begins not long after the watch was stolen. Tracking the watch through time, we found ourselves in Victorian London in the back of a cattle cart in a sticky situation. <coughs> I can't read, I swear I can't read. Great cart choice, Arthur. I'm sorry. Didn't you think to check the back of the cart before you paid the guy? I said I'm sorry. John told me to not get anything flashy, and you have to agree that I did really well in that respect. Yes, Arthur. But I might say you did a little too well. All in favor of Arthur never choosing anything this important ever again? Uh, I... I... The eyes have it. Hey! Our choices aside, we have a mission at hand. Alex, you're the first officer now. Can you do the briefing? Sure thing, Dad. All right, team, listen up. We've tracked the watch to a little market about a mile from here. We have a mile left in this stinking wagon? Navy, what have you got? Not much, unfortunately. For whatever reason, I can't place the watch at an exact location. But it does appear to be moving. So we don't actually know where it is? We know it's close. And remember, if we picked it up on our scanners, Victor did as well. He'll be right behind us. We have to hurry, because the closest portal to us is opening in less than eight hours. And it looks like this one is only going to be open for 90 seconds. I've sent the watch data to your wrist comms. If the watch comes within 100 feet of you, it'll start beeping. Um, how do you know the portals are opening? Arthur, we've been over this. When John's dad was trying to create time travel, he accidentally ripped space-time. It never fully healed, and a system of portals to different places in time now happen all over the world. Our navigation tools allow us to find them. Oh, I know. I just love it when you explain things like that. It just sounds so cool. Arthur. Is there any other way to find a portal? Sometimes, right before a portal opens, an anomaly will appear in the general area. It could be anything. All right, we're getting close to the market. We'll, we'll need to split up. Navy, you go north, Dad, south. Right. Jess, you go east, and I'll go west. If anybody gets a beat, converge on that location. Ooh, ooh, and uh, what am I going to do? Be in the middle? In the middle of the cart, yes. What? I mean, you're staying with the cart, Arthur. We might need a quick getaway. Why do I have to be the one who stays with the cart? It smells. Call it penance for your mistake. Guys, I really can help. I promise. Arthur, 
The most important thing you can do right now is to stay with the cart and make sure it doesn't move. Okay, team, let's go. Now don't flirt with any of these Victorian girls while I'm gone. I've only got eyes for you, oh, Jess. Oh, please. Hey, let's go. This isn't fair, Navy. I really can't help. We're all pretty new at this, Arthur. You are a great engineer, but we need you to stay with the cart. We can't afford a mistake. I haven't made any mistakes. Well, there was that incident with Genghis Khan. Doesn't count. We got all his sheep back. What about when you gave Plato to Plato? He loved it. Well, yeah, but you introduced it to the world several thousands of years before it was supposed to exist. But you don't understand. The point the... is, Arthur, you're in a slump. Everyone has one occasionally. I'm sure if you just stay with a cart and do a good job, you'll earn back some of that lost clout. So just stay here. Fine. Okay, see you in a bit. I'll show them who's in a slump. Oh, ew. Stay with the cart, Arthur. Do this, Arthur. There's something wrong with Play-Doh, and this cart isn't so bad! Ow! Oh, gross. There has to be some way to prove myself. All right, young man, what's all the yelling about? Oh, <laughs> hello, officer. Uh, sorry, I was just, uh, practicing a part for a play that I'm in. Oh, so you're one of those actor types, are you? Well, not really. Never trust an actor, that's what I always say. Is this your kettle cart? Kind of. Well, you can't park it here, Mr. Actor Boy. You're going to have to move along. Listen, I understand that that's what you need me to do. But I was asked to stay with this cart and to make sure it didn't move. And that's really rather important to me personally that I do that. And I know that you're just trying... What a lovely watch that is, Victoria. Thank you. Isn't it lovely? It's a funny story, really. Let a watch? Oh, my. Oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. This is my chance. This is my chance. I'm sorry, officer. I have to go. Hey, get back here. All right. Anyone got eyes on anything interesting? Well, there's a sale on purple bonnets at the corner of Yorkshire and Langston. I can pick you one up if you'd like. Oh, how much? Focus! I don't think I need to remind everyone that our very future, everyone's future, relies on our finding this thing. So focus up. Roger that, Captain. I'll get your bonnet to go. Alex! Look, I'm sorry, but we've been walking around this market for 20 minutes. There is literally no sign of the watch. Are we really certain that it's here? It's here, all right. Our Taco Bell is a lot older than we gave it credit for. Is it an anomaly? Yep, a Crunchwrap Supreme wrapper, and it's fresh. Oh, thank goodness. This is all still so weird. What is, time traveler that my dad didn't say what color bonnet he wants? Alex! Just saying, it would bring out your eyes. No, no, the anomalies. How can we be certain that the wrapper didn't just fall out of one of our pockets or blow off the ship when we weren't looking? <laughs> because the watch is the epicenter of the greatest disaster in the history of space and time. When Victor stole it from John's dad, space-time literally fractured around it. Wherever the watch goes, time is going to be distorted. Things that aren't supposed to be in that time or place are going to appear as normally and as naturally as they would in their own time and place. Anomalies. Okay, so like that Taco Bell wrapper. Yes. 
and an entire Taco Bell. What? Yep, on the corner of Rushfield and Commercial Street. It looks really popular with the locals. It's getting worse. Everyone, get to Navy's position now. You think Captain will let us get Taco Bell? <sighs> hey, guys, hurry as fast as you can. We have a problem. What is it? You, you need to see it. Ah! I'm right by you. I'll be right there. Good, you're here. What's wrong? Look over there. Oh, no. Hi, guys! Arthur, what did you do? When we told you to stay with the cart, we didn't mean a police cart. I know! How did this happen? Well... What's wrong? Did we get the watch? Not exactly. Listen, John, there's something you need to know. Arthur upgraded the cart after all to a police cart. He's been arrested. Oh, for the world. We told you to stay put. Okay, I know that you're all really mad, but listen, I found the watch. It's with... Yeah, that's the problem, John, the watch. Can I help you lot? Uh, yes. Why has this lad been arrested? Well, where to begin? Where to begin? Double parking a cattle cart in a no cattle cart zone, leaving said cattle cart and fleeing an officer of the law, attempting to steal a watch from the princess and had insult to injury. He bit me. Princess? What princess? That's just it, John. The watch. It's with... What princess? You're not from around here, are you? Why, Princess Victoria, heir to the throne, the blooming future queen of the England, she's right over there. Gave her quite a fright, it did. If it hadn't been for the quick actions of this young man right here, I'm not sure what would have befallen her. Alex? Yeah, I kind of tackled Arthur. I mean, I didn't know it was him. There was a woman screaming for help, so I snapped into action. Uh, and this watch. Oh, he didn't get it from her, thank goodness. <sighs> Officer, I happen to know this young man. He's what you might call a... a a lunatic. Hey! If you release him into my custody, I'll be happy to ensure that this kind of thing never happens again. Well, considering the circumstances, no! But seriously, Officer, Arthur really would never hurt a fly. Well, he bit me, so... Officer, please! Oh, enough! I couldn't release him even under normal circumstances if I wanted to. But accosting a future Queen of England, <laughs> that's a one-way ticket to the tower and then execution. Say goodbye to your friend. All right, now move along. Don't worry about me, guys. I got to visit the Tower of London when I was a kid on vacation with my family. It was great. Well, this is going about as well as expected. So, Arthur is off to the Tower of London, and the watch is with one of the most powerful and well-guarded people of the Victorian era. What are we going to do? But is it the Victorian era if she isn't the queen yet? Make way for the princess! Make way! Uh-oh, uh -oh. everyone, on your feet. Excuse me, I'm looking for the young man that saved my life. Um, hi, that would be me. Thank you for your bravery. I had never seen anything like that before in my life. Oh, well, thank you, Your Majesty. And you were so strong and noble. I was just telling my friend Agnes. I said, you just don't see such a strong physique and noble character in London these days. <laughs> oh, well, thank you very much, Your Majesty. Careful, sister. What can I ever do to repay you? I mean, now that you mention it. I know. You shall be invited to the palace for tea this very afternoon. I insist. I, 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 I don't think that is a good idea, Your Majesty. I mean, you don't even know if you can trust this lot. Look at how they're dressed. Well, we only dress like this because... 
because we're from Belgium. Oh. In fact, uh, we're actually royalty from Belgium. Th this is how we dress. Well, I hope the Tower of London has comfy beds. Are you the Belgian party sent to sign the treaty? The uh, treaty? Uh, yes, of course, the treaty. We, we are. I, I am Prince Alexander of Belgium at your service. Why are you just walking around the city then, Prince Alexander? Where's your guard? Uh, they're right here! But besides, I like to go incognito when I first arrive in a city. You know, walk amongst the people, really take it in through the nose. I mean, if we're to sign a treaty, Your Majesty, I, I have to get a full picture of what we'd be getting into, right? A fantastic idea. I'd love to hear your thoughts and impressions. We shall see you for tea this very afternoon. But, but, but Your Majesty... No buts! I insist, Gerald. We shall see you this afternoon, Prince Alexander. We shall discuss the treaty and anything else. <laughs> Make way for the princess! Make way! There. See? I've solved everything. Yes, Alex, you've solved everything. Oh. All right. Well, it's not perfect, but it's a plan. Not a very good plan, but a plan nonetheless. Well, we are relying on Alex's acting skills, so... Hey, I'm a great actor. I was in Hamlet back in the day. What day? Third grade? Ha <laughs> ha. Fourth, actually. And I was court attendant number three. Focus! Let's review the plan. Alex and I go together to the palace. Alex woos the watch off the princess. But he doesn't woo her too much, remembering that he still has a girlfriend. Of course, who do you think I am? Focus! Navy, Jessica, you head to the tower, get Arthur out, whatever it takes. Meet back at the ship in three hours. Just in time for crumpet, sounds good. Oh, hey, you should see if you can get her to say, we are not amused. Go! You ready, son? I think so. Minus the French accent. I gave them our names so they can announce Remember, us. Remember, posture straight, talk confidently, but not overbearingly, and above all, do not turn on the charm too heavily. Princess Victoria is supposed to marry Prince Albert. We don't want to break history any more than we already have. Not to worry, Dad. I can turn it on and off like a faucet. Yeah, I'll believe that when I see it. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> it, it's just that you remind me a lot of me when I was your age. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Victor and I actually pulled something similar to this in the 18th century France. You did not. We did. Imagine the two of us on a double date with King Louis XIV's daughter and Voltaire's sister. No, get out. <laughs> it was all going really well until King Louis realized we weren't servants. We had to get out of there pretty quickly. Your granddad was furious with us. We had a great time, though. Oh, I bet. I, I can just hear him. Time, time travel, travel is, is not, not for dating. dating. <laughs> <laughs> I really miss him, Dad. Me too. You know, everything that's happened, I just keep thinking that he could have handled it so much better. No. No, you're doing great. Do you think... Do you think Victor will ever... I don't know, son, but let's not worry about that now. Focus on the task at hand. Oh, here we go. Now presenting the Crown Prince of Belgium, Prince Alexander and his royal vizier, Jafar. Wait, what did they call me? Sorry, it's the only thing I could think of. Bonjour, bonjour. 
And now it's time for a quick word from our sponsors, Little Giants Bunion Cream. Are your bunions keeping you from the activities you love most? Do you find it difficult to stand due to bunion pain? Well, Little Giants Bunion Cream is here to say... No more! Little Giant's new patent-pending formula soothes the aching beasts so that they impede your daily activities no more. If you don't believe us, just listen to these testimonials from real Little Giant's customers. Ever since I started using Little Giant's, I can tap dance again. Ever since I started using Little Giant's, I can play baseball again. Strike three, you're out. <sighs> this is humiliating. Ever since I started using Little Giant's Bunion Cream, the general public is no longer concerned by the shape of my feet. What the... This... This is really weird, John. Yeah, why is our sponsor a bunion cream? And what are bunions? Yeah, John, yeah, John, we should go to the original idea. Okay, okay, Little Giant's Bunion Cream, it'll heal what ails ya. Little Giant's Bunion Cream, it'll heal what ails ya. Thank you so much to our wonderful sponsor, Little Giant's Bunion Cream. Now, back to our feature presentation here at WPNR, the Time Traveler's Radio Show. We are not amused. All right, welcome to the Tower of London. Thanks. My name is Jeffrey. We hope you enjoy your stay, though not too much, or we wouldn't be doing our jobs, would we? <laughs> <laughs> Philip will be arriving shortly. He'll be your torturer today. You know, I came here on a trip once. It's definitely scarier this time than it was then. I should hope so. Ooh, I like the tripping effect. Very ominous. Ooh. So... Is it too late to let you know that I have to go to the bathroom? Yes. Yep, he's in there all right. And here we are having to rescue him in the stifling oppression of Victorian propriety. The dresses aren't that bad. We had to change so we could blend in. Yeah, well, you've apparently never tried to rescue someone from a tower while wearing one. You have? Oh, Alex isn't always the hero he makes himself out to be. Quick, someone's coming. Oi, you there, this is no place for a couple of ladies. Oh, sorry, we were just... We were just admiring the architecture of this impressive mm, structure. Yeah. Impressive as it is, I'll need you two to keep moving. Surely we shall, but may we at least take use of your shade? It's terribly hot outside today. Afraid not. We keep the worst of the worst in this tower. Can't have a couple of ladies hanging around here. Oh, but this heat is just terrible and... and I... Oh! Oh, 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 oh! She fainted! Can't we please bring her inside? Oh, all right, bring her in, but just inside the wall. Amy, drag me. You're okay? Yes, of course. <laughs> Improvising! Now just drag me! Neither did I. Tell me, how is your father, the king, doing? Oh, doing wonderfully. The, the picture of health. Really? 
heard that his health was in question, and that was the reason you tarried so long before coming. Well, Your Majesty, what Alexander here meant is that we are all helping the king makes a speedy recovery. Ah, oh, I understand that well. My father has been ill for some time, and I often try to think positively myself. I'm so sorry to hear that. Quite all right. It helps to have such light-hearted company. Oh, look at that. Time flies with good company. That is a lovely watch you have there, Your Majesty. Why, thank you. It's a new trinket of mine that I am very fond of. Such a unique-looking watch. Prince Alexander, would you care to join me in the palace gardens? I would love to. Excellent. Meet me by the stairs in ten minutes. We'll have a lovely chat in the gardens. And if you don't mind having your... I'm sorry. What was your title again? Uh, oh... Uh, this uh, is my royal grand vizier, Jafar. Ah, <clears throat> uh, yes. Jafar. Interesting name. Well... Jafar, if you wouldn't mind staying here with one of my servants and looking over these documents regarding the treaty, that would be most helpful. Certainly, Your Majesty. Wonderful. Ten minutes, Prince Alexander. All right. All right, son, this is our chance. Right. Just find a way for her to part with the watch for just a few moments. That's all we need. And remember, just enough charm to get her to give you the watch. Nothing more. You got it. Must be Jafar. Uh, uh, yes, and you are? I am one of the princess's royal advisors. I'm here to instruct you on the treaty our two countries are to sign. Oh, excellent. Uh, do you have the treaty for me to read? Or... Well, yes, but first the princess has requested that we go in depth. Which means? We are to review the details and strategic benefits for several of our cities and how the treaty would benefit you. I have been informed that you are, of course, an expert in Belgian geography. I have brought several tomes from our best library to aid you in showing us your knowledge. Terrific. Oh, thank you for your kind hospitality, sir. I can tell you're very strong from your work here. Well, I do have to do my fair share of lifting to keep this place oh. going. <laughs> oh, where does that door lead? Oh, it's the mess hall for us guards. How fascinating. Uh, what about that one? That door leads to the South Tower, where we keep the most dangerous criminals. Oh, really? How dangerous? All sorts of dangerous. Brought a thief in this morning that tried to steal a watch off a Royal Majesty Princess Victoria. Oh, my, uh, Navy, did you hear that? A poor foolish fellow tried to steal a watch from the princess and he's down that hall right there. Oh, 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 oh yeah, down that hallway. How interesting. <laughs> uh, what about that door? Uh... That leads to the mess hall still, as it did before. How fascinating. I would very much like to see it. Really? It's not every day that a girl gets a chance to see the mess hall of the Tower of London with a big, strong man. Well, I suppose you could use a bit more shade before you go. I think that should be all right. Splendid! <laughs> back here in 15 minutes. All right, well, uh, grab me some cornbread, I guess. And that's when I said, 
Maybe you should go check on the goose. <laughs> oh, my Prince Alexander, you were so witty. Thank you, Your Majesty. Please, call me Victoria, I insist. Absolutely, Victoria, and you may call me Alex. Oh, look at the time. You've distracted me to a terribly late hour, Prince Alex. I shall be late meeting with my new royal advisor. Tell me more about that watch. It is a strange tale. I was walking here in the garden when it struck me on the head. Really? Yes. They sent guards to see who had flung it such a distance, but to no avail. It's such a lovely watch. I don't know why anyone would want to part with it. Uh, may I see it? Oh, no. I never let anyone else touch it. No one? Not a soul. And I always keep it on my person. But surely you remove it before sleeping each night? I put it beneath my pillow. The ticking makes me fly off to sleep rather quickly. But why? I can't explain it. But I just feel that this watch is special somehow. That it holds a destiny. It's funny, really. <laughs> well, I don't think you're wrong about that. It has been running rather slow of late, not keeping accurate time. Uh, well, as you likely know, Victoria, we Belgians are quite proficient at the caretaking of watches and timepieces in general. The Belgish? Yes. In, in the original dialect. I, I am very traditional, you see. Uh, perhaps I could take a look at it for you. Or my royal vizier, who was an excellent watchsmith before joining the court. I could take it to him to look over and be back in a tick or two. Well, I suppose if it makes the watch run correctly, you are perhaps the only person on Earth I trust with it. Really? Why is that? Just a feeling. A hunch. I suppose a prince such as you would have many opportunities for marriage in your country? Well, I, I don't like to brag, but... Oh, I don't doubt it. Did you know, Alex, that as future queen, I'm very much allowed to propose marriage to the man of my choosing? Uh, what about Albert? He, he's a... he's a good... Man? Albert? Do you mean Albert of Saxkeberg, my cousin? He is. We were actually supposed to have tea together today. It was to be our first in-person meeting since we were children. But then you saved my life and I just had to reward you. Wait, really? Maybe... Maybe you should still see him. You never know what may happen over tea. I mean, maybe after, you'd have some... Flutterings of the heart and, and want to propose to him. I mean, I mean, life's, life's funny like that. You know, Prince Alex, I feel those flutterings now. And it can be anyone, as long as they're royal. Okay, okay, okay. What is wrong? You know, I, I just, I, I really just... Ah, uh, yes, propriety. You are correct, Prince Alexander. Uh, whoa! Yeah! <laughs> Propriety! No, no kissing. OK, now, now, how about I get that watch to my dad, to my vizier? I may have to think about it still. Ah, my new advisor. Oh, I think you two will like you each know, other. I, I Victor, over quick. here, Victor! Wait, did, did you just say Victor? Ah, Your Majesty, oh, and Prince Alexander. Oh, you two know each other? Yes, you might say we do.
Excuse me, Royal Vizier Jafar, if you wouldn't mind looking at this map and telling us which of Belgium's major cities would benefit from this trade alliance. Oh, uh, uh, this one, uh, this one, and uh, this one right here. Ah, fascinating. Uh, oh, why is that? That city isn't even in Belgium. Well, well, if you recall the Treaty of 1452, you'll remember... Ah, ah, Jafar! Oh, thank goodness. If you'll please excuse us, uh, yes, Prince Alexander. Did you get it? Okay, three things. One, I did not get the watch from her. She never takes it off. Fact, oh. I know, paradox or something. Two, Victoria was supposed to have tea with Albert today, but didn't, and now she's in love with me. Alex! Uh, no, and, and three, I also happened to meet her new royal advisor. So? Well... Jafar, may I present my new royal advisor? Victor. Oh, you've both met as well. You could say that. How excellent. I have to be off. But what if we were all to have supper this evening? I'll have the chef cook up something extra special. Yes, Your Majesty. How delightful. If you don't mind, I'd like a moment to catch up with Prince Alexander and his royal... What was it again? Jafar. Absolutely. Until supper. Come along, everyone. My, isn't this an unexpected reunion? Unexpected indeed. Hands where we can see them, Victor. Uh-oh. <laughs> it wouldn't look very good for the Queen's new advisor to be tased before supper by the... How did you put it again, Alex? The Belgian diplomatic delegation? There we go. Victor, how long have you been here? Long enough to ingratiate myself to the future Queen of England. Why haven't you taken the watch yet? I've learned through trial and error the power of patience and the importance of waiting for the right moment. She also never takes the blasted thing off. But I can be patient. Isn't that right, John? All in good time. <laughs> did you see what I did there? Since we're time travelers, all in good time. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Honestly, good humor is wasted on you two. You won't win, Victor. There's nothing my team won't do to get that watch. Oh, the watch. That watch that just went through that door over there with the princess. Francois will be taking it from her in the next 30 seconds. What? You didn't really think I came here alone or that I just sat here talking to you to catch up on old times? This was a distraction into which you have fallen. And now, by my royal authority as the advisor to the future Queen of England, I hereby sentence you to life in prison in the Tower of London for impersonating the Crown Prince of Belgium and a Disney villain. Get him, boys! All hands on deck! All hands on deck! The princess has just been accosted by a villain in dark clothing. He stole her watch and has fled! Dad, was that a flashbang? Yes! Now go help Victoria. I'll handle Victor. Come back here! Arthur! Arthur? No, uh, name's Franka. I think you mean that guy over there. Oh. Arthur! Hello, Navy! What are you doing? Well, this here is Leroy, and that's Roger. And I was just telling George that goose joke that Alex told us yesterday. Ooh, ooh, we're about to start another round of gin rummy if you want in. No! We are trying to rescue you! 
We are here to rescue you. You mean to tell me that you've just been sitting here telling bad jokes and playing gin rummy? <laughs> I mean, this is the Tower of London. Aren't they even torturing you? Well, I think some people are having a bad time. But I mean, look at Philip over there, sleeping away. He's great. Well, does he at least have the key or something? Out of luck on that one. The chief guard is the only one with the keys, and I think his name is Jeffrey. I've got the keys, let's go! How'd you get those? Well, that guy was trying to impress me by telling me he could eat 12 potatoes in three minutes. I said, okay, and well, he couldn't. I think he passed out around nine. To be fair, to be fair, nine is quite impressive on its own. All right, all right, let's go! Where are you guys? We just got Arthur out. Where are you? I just got Victoria somewhere safe, and now I'm chasing the watch through London. Victor is here. What? He's got Francois with him. He's sent him with the watch to the tower. I'm coming to you. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Please move. <laughs> Sorry about your chickens. Francois, why is he coming here? No idea. This makes no sense. The portal is opening miles from here. Wait a sec, guys. Maybe he's got a, a weapon up there. No, wait, guys. The portal, it's not the only... Well, maybe they have a shuttle or something. But how could anyone get it up there without anyone seeing... No, 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 no. Just listen. You're right. Maybe. That doesn't make any sense. I mean... Guys! What is it, Arthur? I think there's a portal opening at the Tower of London. <laughs> what? Arthur, don't be ridiculous. No, I... but I really think there is. You said yourself that there are other ways that you can find them, right? Uh, right. Well, while I was in the tower, I noticed that Jeffrey, the guard, he was wearing a pair of Air Jordans. Oh, yeah. So we're miles away from the watch and the other portals. There must be a portal opening in the Tower of London somewhere. Wow, you're... you're right. <laughs> Excellent work, Arthur. I can't believe I didn't catch this one. It's... It's right at the very top. Arthur, I hereby declare you out of your slump. Yes, 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 yes. Actually, wait. I think I've got one more idea. Alex, meet us at our location. I think I've got a plan. Victor, I am here at the top. Portal opening in one minute. Excellent. On my way. Bonjour, Francois. Arthur? Where, where did you come from? I'll be your last stop of the tour today. If you'd be so kind as to fill out the survey on your way out, we have a lovely gift shop. But, but, but seriously, where did you come from? I was all alone, and then you just... You know, I have to hand it to you, Arthur. It wasn't the most elegant plan distracting Francois until Alex could tackle him, but it was effective. Slump be gone! Oh, and he does have an escape pod. I knew it! Watch! Uh, got it. Well done. Now hand it over, Prince Alex. Victor! Victor. Hand it over, Alex, and no one has to suffer. And the alternative? Use your imagination, you know. The longer we engage in our frivolous chase through time, the more time will splinter. The more it splinters, the bigger the cracks, and the more time is irreversibly damaged. Give the watch to me, and I can end it all. Oh, yeah? How? You don't really know what you have there, do you? That watch is a gateway to unlimited power. You give it to me, and I'll fix everything. I'll even find a nice place for you in my new empire. 
That's nice, Victor. What's to stop me from launching it into the vortex? The girls can handle themselves. I'd have the watch back before you even knew what hit you. A fine idea. However, if Navy checks her scanner, she'll notice that the portal opens 15 yards off the edge of the tower, and I've got the booster rocket for the escape pod strapped to my back. A little insurance to make sure Francois didn't leave without me. You'd have to be an Olympic long jumper to pull that move off. The tower is also surrounded with the Queen's Guard, who are all in my pocket, ready at a moment's notice to do what needs to be done. I think you're stalling, Victor. Portal's open. We've got 30 seconds until it closes. Whatever you do, don't let the watch go through it. And 20 seconds until my men come charging through that door. So what's it going to be? I may not be a long jumper, but I did play third base on my high school JV baseball team. <laughs> what did I just say? Well, that was unexpected. Things I thought you would do, especially after I specifically said not to do what you just did. I did not think that you would do that. Why would you throw it into the vortex? Well, we can't get it, but neither can Victor. Bad form, Alex. Looks like I'm going to have to kill you after all. Will you, though? Alex! Hi, Dad. Ah, John. Just in time to see me toss your firstborn off the Tower of London. I'm quite sure my firstborn can handle himself. You're coming with us, Victor. Ah, but you forget. I'm the chief royal advisor. If you look over the side of the building, you'll discover that you are now all surrounded. But to whom were they loyal? To me. That idiotic princess doesn't suspect a thing. Oh, really? Victor, by my authority as head of the royal guard, I am placing you under arrest for conspiracy to overthrow the crown. I must admit, that it's convenient that you're already at the Tower of London. <laughs> A special thanks to the ambassadors from Belgium, who are most definitely not from Belgium. But I think we'll let that one go since they tipped both myself and the princess off to your treachery. Very clever, John. Very clever indeed. Well, I can see when I'm outnumbered. Till our next meeting. All in good <laughs> Did that guy seriously just fly away on a jetpack? That's fine, but I still can't give you your deposit back. But why not? Well, it was meant for cattle, not humans. You breached the contract. Oh, come on! Arthur, let's go! We need to hurry! Fine, but mark my words, I will never rent another cart in Victorian England ever again. All right, everyone, let's get going. We've got a watch to track down. Yeah, sorry about that. No, you made the right decision. Here's just hoping that it got spit out somewhere a little easier to get to this time. Make way for the princess! Make way! Victoria. Prince Alex, you almost left without saying goodbye. I wanted to thank you, both of you. I was always suspecting a victor in his curly mustache. We are not amused by his behavior. Absolutely, your highness. Oh my goodness, she said it. Please, take these royal accommodations, all of you, as a token of my thanks. And for you, Prince Alex. That's 
Just the thing, Victoria. I'm, I'm not actually... Oh, I'm aware. You are? How long have you known? Since we met in the market. Oh. I have very good relations with the actual Crown Prince of Belgium, and your attire and accent were definitely not Belgian. <laughs> I could have you imprisoned and sentenced that moment in the market. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you? Well, Alex, ever since the watch had been in my possession, I noticed strange things. Things that I can't understand. Unusual people, flowers, buildings. There was also this corn half-moon item with beef inside. Tacos again. When Victor arrived in our court, besides his unsettling character, I noticed the watch started behaving oddly. And the same when you and your friends arrived. I deduced that you and your company were connected to this watch as was Victor, but trusted your quality over his since you rescued me. I hope that you would be able to help me solve this riddle. Wow. Um, she's good. I admire you. Your friends as well. And now Victor is gone. May I bestow upon you my gratitude with a gift? Sure. Thank you, Victor. <laughs> I also may have fancied you a bit. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> It was not meant to be. You must go. Besides, I have met Albert recently. He is a dear. And I think our, how did you put it? Hearts are fluttering. <laughs> Goodbye, Prince Alex of the Belgish and Jafar. Your journeys must carry great import. Make way for the princess. Make way. Wow, Alex, that was incredible. The future queen of England just snogged you. Oh, okay, it, it wasn't a snog, Arthur. It, it was barely a peck. Barely a peck, huh? Wait, <laughs> Jess, come back. It was barely a kiss. She kissed me! Everybody saw it! <laughs> <laughs> well done with that letter to Albert, Navy. Well, sometimes you can't leave the future to chance. Where's our next portal opening up? Bucharest, two weeks. Two weeks? Yeah. Are you serious? No time to waste. Let's get a move on, everyone. Hold on. I have to get my potatoes. Your potatoes? Yeah. While I was in the tower, they showed me this great thing called the Potato Challenge, where you try and eat as many potatoes as you can in three minutes. I thought we could all give it a try. You want to go first, Navy? I am not amused. That was the Time Traveler's Radio Show, Episode 1, We Are Not Amused. The Time Traveler's Radio Show is a special production by WPNR and Radio City in New York and was recorded in front of a big studio audience. A special thanks to our sponsor, Little Giant's Bunion Cream. Make sure to tune in next week for Episode 2, Back to the Vortex. This episode of the Time Traveler's Radio Show was written, produced, and directed by Cody Cutler and Jacob Ernest. It starred W. Benjamin Hyde as John and the announcer, Adam Packard as Alex, Kelly Cook as Jessica, Darcy Ramirez as Navy, Chris Rawlings as Arthur, and Dane Allred as Victor. It also starred Chelsea Lynn Trammell as Princess Victoria, Jacob Baird as Jeffrey and the officer, Matthew De La Fuente as Francois and Gerald, and the cart guy and Jake Ernest as the Royal Advisor. Sound design was by Alec Jordan, 
and music by Richard Williams and Jerem Brown. Follow the Time Travelers Radio Show on Instagram and Twitter, or like us on Facebook. Thank you for listening, and as always, see you next time.